0: Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to the Beantown Podcast, the birthday podcast for, well, if you're listening to it, maybe Friday, March 15th. Let's just round up and say Quinn's birthday, Saturday, March 16th. 16th, excuse me, 2019. What's going on? How are you? My name is Quinn David Furness, and I'm coming to you live From the house that Quinn built 817 St. Paul Street here in beautiful Beantown, Maryland What's happening? How's everyone doing? My name is Quinn and I host this show, the Beantown Podcast One of Baltimore City's top 500 podcasts or the People's Podcast as we like to call it Your number one place on the internet for misinformation probably Listener discretion is advised when you are listening to the Bean Town podcast. Number one, we will occasionally use some uh, objectionable language. And number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. So that's what's going on there. I figure we should sing the birthday blues to start off. And I want to make this very clear that I was going to sing Green Day because it's my birthday, so obviously. Uh, but you might have picked up in the first 90 seconds, my voice isn't doing too well. So what I didn't want to do was do a grave disservice to uh, Billy Joe and Mike Durnt and Trey Cool and Jason White even, unofficial fourth member. I didn't want to really uh, crap over uh, any one of their tunes, so I figured we'd do some free-form improvisational blues and I think that's a good place to start on the birthday podcast. So, without further ado, here is the "The Birthday Blues" by Quinn David Furness. Hearing it live for the first time, let's let's rock. The birthday blues. The birthday blues. Oh, it's eight bar blues of blues Oh, I went downtown For jury duty And what you'll notice is jury duty doesn't rhyme with blues Oh, the birthday blues Got me rhyming words That don't be long Rhymed together anymore Oh, the birthday blues It might be the worst song I ever improvised on the podcast Worse than Happy Father's Day That one was actually decent and I had a scatting solo. Ah, oh, the birthday blues. Why does nothing rhyme with blues? Birthday blues. The birthday blues. The birthday blues. Oh, it's a vocal run. Wow! what we learned apologies for the birthday blues because when I'm doing this podcast I have a certain expectation of greatness that you all are familiar with it's the reason that we're getting closer to 10,000 total downloads actually we might even be there already because when I'm keeping track of stuff I'm always just looking at you know my SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, those types of stats. What I don't track is YouTube as much. And obviously, we're not raking in the YouTube plays, but there's something there. And we used to be solely on YouTube. So things to, uh, to think about, I would say. Um, so where are we at? It is my birthday in... Let's see. 26 hours here. This is very exciting. I know a lot of people get really excited, really amped, really jacked every year for my birthday. I've always been more of a downplaying it type of guy. But people go nuts for it. People find out when uh, it's your birthday. And, of course, I don't put my birthday on Facebook or Instachat or any of that stuff. But they find out it's your birthday and they're like, It's your birthday! And they're like, why didn't you tell me? And also, why didn't you tell me Scooby-Doo? That's not what Scooby-Doo sounds I don't know who that was. Uh, man, my voice is, is, is deteriorating rapidly. Um, people seem to be offended if you don't advertise, if you don't promote your birthday like crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't get it. Like... You get you. You have a lot of birthdays, so let's just try to pace ourselves. You know, this is a marathon, not a sprint. So, that's what's going on there. But my birthday's Saturday. We'll be celebrating Chicago, greatest city on earth, St. Patty's Day, all wrapped into one. Uh, I watch The Fugitive annually. I did my uh, my 2019 viewing last week, so I sort of know what to expect. If Harrison Ford comes running through. Tommy Lee Jones, U.S. Marshals chasing after him. I know what to expect, that sort of deal. So I think we're all set up for success there. Uh, It's just a short 48-hour trip to Chicago. We'll be back. We'll have some podcasts from there later this spring. Not podcasting from there this weekend because, honestly, when you take a 48-hour trip and you're bringing, like, one change of clothes anyways, it's just a hassle to bring the laptop and the mics and all that stuff. It and you know there's that the thing is like if I was already going to use my laptop then fine, it's just another thing the, add the mics, the cords whatever. But I'm trying to stay as far disconnected from all that stuff as possible um over my my birthday weekend. So that's what's happening there. Uh it is our bir- birth- um, birthday tradition in the Bean Tom podcast second annual to uh drink some wine. So that's what we're doing tonight. Back by popular demand, Backhouse. Cabernet Sauvignon from California. We had Backhouse on the podcast last year. We read the label live on air, and fans liked it so much. All seven of you said, Quinn, bring it back. We need it. We want it. We got to have it. So back for one night only, Backhouse. I've been sipping on it a little bit. Got home from trivia tonight. Knew I needed to record tonight because I had no other options. Um, so I was just kind of trying to think what I wanted to talk about. And I got I got a couple things in the works. Nothing magnificent. Probably try to keep this shorter. Watch it be like two hours long. We'll try to keep it shorter because um, I don't have a ton that's happening. But. One thing I thought was, well, Quinn, you gotta you gotta read the back of the back house. They call it backhouse for a reason, is because its character is really found on the back of the bottle. So let's take a little sip here and I, I think we dive in. You read this label, you know, see what happens. That's what that's what we're doing next. And then for those of you who are only here for TV guide stuff, we'll get to that after, I promise. We're also gonna have some impressions. Maybe we'll try Garrison Keeler again. I haven't even thought about that. I don't know how it would sound with my voice being shot. Um, But I've got a new impression that I'm going to try out. It's not anything wild. It's not anything exotic. It's just something that crossed my mind the other day, and I think I'm actually okay at it. So Backhouse Cabernet Sauvignon, California, situated next to the grand willow tree. You know, Scott Joplin, ragtime master, greatest, in my opinion, African American composer of classical music to have ever fought, crossed the face of the earth um, has a rag called Weeping Willow Rag in G major. It's slower. It's not gonna, you know, get you going like the Entertainer or Maple Leaf might, uh, but it's really pretty ba 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 You get the picture. So the Grand Willow Tree and Natural Pond anytime I hear the word pond, let's let's put this out there right now Midway Village. Rockford, Illinois, kind of east side of Rockford, close to where I went to high school. They got a nice, I don't know if you want to call it a lake, I prefer to call it a pond because there are lilies there. But uh junior year of high school and mom and dad if you're listening, you'll love this. I spent a lot of time skipping calculus because I didn't like calculus and I uh got bullied a decent amount in calculus. And teacher was kind of a, a knucklehead, young young lady, nice person. It was her first year teaching, bumps in the road. You get it. But um, spent a lot of time playing hooky from calculus uh, at Midway Village uh, with uh, the, the, the lady I was with at the time. Uh, Hannah Johnson, number one. There's m- more to those stories. Uh, we'll leave that for a different podcast, I think. Um, I also don't want any cease and desist letters on my birthday. Wouldn't it be fun. But hey, Hannah, any of them, any Hannah Johnson, if you're out there listening to the podcast, thank you for your support. We can tell that story later when I've had a couple of bottles of wine. I spent a lot of time playing hooky at the pond at Midway Village. Uh so situated next to the Grand Willow Tree Natural Pond, the old back house was once home to Vintner, uh, which I believe is a, a Monopoly square, and I believe that's something that we pointed out last week on the or last year on the podcast. How cool is this? We're now starting traditions on the Beantown Podcast. You can't have a tradition unless you've done it a couple times. And now we're going through Here's the thing, Pledge Drive, done it, multiple years now. Birthday podcast, happening right now, multiple years now. What's next? Happy Father's Day song, that's coming up in June. We're doing that all again. This is so exciting. And next thing you know, it's going to be 20 years of the podcast, and you're going to be like, wow, Quinn David Furness has been on air for 20 years, that's crazy. That's like Walter Cronkite or Paul Harvey uh, or any other number of amazing voices. This is how you build a brand. So, once home to vintners, writers, artists, and those who craved the solitude and enjoyment of nature. Um, Walden Pond, solitude. Uh, Walt, Thoreau, Emerson—is that his name? Henry, da- you got Henry David Thoreau and Ralph Waldo Emerson. I was close. I always feel like those two guys were maybe gay lovers. I don't know. I I feel like we don't really spend a lot of time on those two guys in school beyond Walden Pond. And so you're not really sure, are they the same person? Are they different? Is Henry David Thoreau the real guy? And Ralph Waldo Emerson is like his pseudonym. Like Theodore Geisel was Dr. Seuss. Um, Things that would be good to investigate, I think. Through our wines... We strive to bring these memories back to life for a new generation. Well, isn't that nice? You know I saw a commercial. I was watching some college basketball on my computer last night. Shout out to the DePaul Blue Demons. Another crushing defeat in the Big East tourney. Here's a stat for you. DePaul. Uh, two conference tournament wins... Since 2005, that is 14 years of conference tournament play, uh, and they've won two games. For a lot of schools that would be considered basketball schools like DePaul, to have only won two conference titles would be embarrassing. Uh, DePaul has won two conference games, so they have never advanced in their years in the biggest to the biggest semifinals, which is... um, uh, shocking and not shocking at the same time but shout out to those guys who lost last night but as i'm watching there is a commercial for you know ancestry.com and they're like advertising some sort of big spring cleaning sale like a mattress store on presidents day and they're like down from 99.99 down to like 69.99 or something well, i don't i don't quite get it i think if given the free opportunity i would love to do one of those genealogy tests i think it'd be cool i think it'd be interesting absolutely no questions about it but who's paying like 70 bucks for this stuff i feel like only rich people like no one has a very limited or managed disposable income per month is like you know what i think i want to spend 80 bucks or 70 bucks on this month finding out my ancestry like I could find out my ancestry, and I think it would be intriguing, but what am I going to learn? A lot of Norwegians, a lot of Englishmen, other people. You know, I'm focused on the me. I'm really focused on who I am, and I think becoming a better person, and that's really what I'm here to do. So mental health, awareness. talked to my boss today about mental health stuff and he's a good boss but he didn't really seem interested in talking about that stuff so yeah uh back house cabernet sauvignon i hope you appreciate my french pronunciation is deep red in color with flavors of black currant on the palate okay Now, when you're taking high school anatomy and physiology, they talk about the palate. Is the palate like an actual part of the tongue or is it like the metaphysical concept of places that you taste things? I never really understood this. Like, are there certain parts of your tongue that make up a palate or is a palate just like the concept of tasting or the idea of tasting? Also currant C-U-R-R-A-N-T. Um any 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 ideas what that is? If you know, email beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. That's Beantown, B-E-A-N, Podcast at yahoo.com. I thought that was maybe like a French ship or something, like a galley or a junk. Or the USS Maryland. I don't know. So let's leave that. Rich and robust, like me, without the richness. If you were to to describe a person as rich, but it wasn't about their finances, what would that mean? Like, Rich is one of those words that's kind of tough to define. Like... You say the word rich in terms of, like, a flavor profile, and people get it, but do they actually get it? That's my question. It's one of those words that sounds nice to say, and then you actually ask a person to, like, define it, myself included, and we're like, eh. So, boy, we're almost done with the label here. i got to pace myself. This TV guide, ads, impressions, other things wrap up. By the way, so Wichita is playing tonight. They don't start. They they just started like five minutes ago. They're playing Eastern Carolina University. The Pirates. Arrgh. So rich and robust, this wine can be enjoyed with a variety of foods, such as a hearty pasta or grilled meat. I'll say this. I have neither of those things. No food with me. I already ate my dinner. Chicken fingers, oh, dinner of champions. Um, and uh hearty is one of those words like rich. How how are we spoke? What did they actually mean? Like we get it. It's kind of like palate. Like we get it, but do we actually get it? And grilled meats, my nickname in college. So, backhouse. Vinted, what does vinted mean? That's the second time I've seen that. Vinted, V-I-N, the Latin for wine, or grapes maybe? It's a Latin word, like du ex machina, or uh, e pluribus unum. One over many. Vinted and bottled by Backhouse Winery, Parlier, California, 93640. California when's the last time I was in California I I don't know oh they got the uh they got the deposit scandal here Maine ME 15 cents Iowa 5 cents so I'll be driving through Iowa next month I'm driving from Milwaukee to Kansas City as part of a a cross-country profiles of America trip just kidding it's for work I never get to do anything cool like that um I was thinking I was walking back from work the other day and I was thinking um just about my own childhood growing up and like job security my parents all that sort of stuff 2008 2009 hit a lot of people hard my dad kept his job awesome but I it, it it hurt us financially um sucking on pennies the whole nine yards that sort of thing uh I was thinking of doing like a a pro a 2008 profiles Maybe story or series of story where I go across the country, the heartland, if you will, and I interview everyday Americans about how two thousand eight affected them. I think if I had a budget and like production skills, it might be a good idea. But um, it's we'll put it on the back burner for now. I also have an idea, and this is something that actually might happen for a jazz piano album: solo Quinn at the piano. It could be fun. I don't have any training in jazz piano, but I think I could throw something together. I could whip it together. Whip. So let's get a little bit more wine here. And then, uh, oh, TV guide. We got to get to that. Tomorrow morning is going to be rough. Oh, while you're here, while while we have you, we have final jeopardy for tonight. The category is state capitals east of the Mississippi. I'm just seeing this now. The last two letters of this city's name are the U.S. postal abbreviation for the state that it's the capital. Well, that's a heck of a question. So let's think about it. So, east of the Mississippi. So, you want a capital, inherently, you want a capital that has a, a vowel. Um one of the last two letters needs to be a vowel but only one of the last two because there's only one state in the US where both of the letters in the postal code are vowels so that would be Iowa IA So you're looking for um a a state with a two letter postal abbreviation one of them is a vowel which really is going to be every state east of the Mississippi so it's not necessarily um that helpful to start? Well, maybe not every single state because, like, Vermont's not going to have that. Um, other states won't have that. New York, although Y can sometimes be a vowel. Um, so I'm glad we settled on on New York because the postal abbreviation um, for New York would be NY and the capital of New York would be Albany. So see how I talk things through? You just witnessed Quinn solving a Final Jeopardy question live on the podcast. So let's read it again one more time, make sure we got it right. The last two letters of this city's name, last of this city's name, so N Y for Albany are the US post abbreviation for the state that it's capital of. So um you you heard it here first, folks, <clears throat> Quinn solves Final Jeopardy live on his podcast. So TV guide for this week. Bye-bye, Big Bang. And on the front cover, we have Johnny Galecki and Kaylee Cuoco. After 14 years, something like that, the Big Bang Theory is going off the air. And I I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. I'm just going to put this out there. I don't get it. I don't understand. Not why the Big Bang Theory became a popular show. I don't understand why it was a popular show for over a decade. Um the concept was really cool, really fresh. Um what's his name? Uh Jim Parsons. One of the like greatest roles in modern like TV history to start. It was awesome. Like they had an amazing concept. I just don't understand why it lasted so long. Like this was the type of show that should have been 5 to 7 years and it would have been perfect. But we doubled that um occasionally i'll see a clip online or watch something on reruns or whatever on the tv that i don't own and it is taking the concept of the laugh track to its extreme and then another couple notches um it makes that 70s show look like the wire or something in terms of how much laugh track it uses it's rough that's all i'm gonna say i could i could spend an entire episode rambling about the big bang theory but i'm not going to um little house on the prairie the ingalls clan moves to prime time well i want to find that story because growing up without cable but we had a tv so we would get you know nbc abc cbs fox and then like um you know channel 15 or something and occasionally and double wgn and pbs were like what we got Occasionally you would see um, Little House on the Prairie show up on like the Bible Channel or something, which is pretty cool because that's primetime television now apparently. But I want to find that story. So we're kind of scrolling through here. Apparently Aidy Bryant has a new show, but she's still on SNL, so I don't quite understand that. Here's the feature spread. So they're making... Galecki and Kaylee Cuoco, like the poster children. Oh, there's Jim Parsons and his wife, Amy. Are they married on the show or in real life? What's the deal there? And Leonard eloped to Las Vegas. Well, I'm not going to read through this whole thing. What I don't understand is that I was like fairly confident that Leonard or Jim Parsons was gay, but maybe he's not. Someone who's a bigger fan of the Big Bang Theory can hopefully uh, chime in on this and maybe sort some things out for us. Let's see. Nightfall, season premiere, Monday, March 25th. Never heard of it. Killer Talent. Oh, there's a, Oh, uh, Bill Hader, Showberry. I've seen a couple episodes. It's funny. Um, but I can't say I've seen more than maybe three or four episodes. Here's the thing. There's so much TV out there. And I'm not bitching because it's all bad. I'm saying there's so much TV that is good, but it's really mired in a lot of really bad TV. Um, Did you guys know Let's Make a Deal is still on? Wayne Brady's still hosting, and what's his name? Jonathan something, his sidekick. That's a classic show. I just had no idea that Wayne Brady was still doing it, nor that CBS was still supporting that show. Michael Buble has his own NBC primetime special. Like, Michael Buble, I feel like, was really popular, not even really popular, like, just a cultural thing, I don't know, up until, and this is generous, five years ago. And that's generous, I feel like, more realistically, seven to eight years ago. Do people, like, maybe I'm just out of touch with reality, which could be very much true. Are people, like, still into him, though? I don't quite understand that. Michael Blue um, Oh, what's this guy? DJ Khaled. Why is he famous? So I made it to the TV listings, and I didn't see the, the Little House on the Prairie story. So let's take one back, one scroll back through that just to see if I can find anything. There is an ad for tampons. Very important. There's Andrew Garfield. He must be doing something. That's an ad for Oscar Meyer Sandwiches. Alex Trebek battles cancer, obviously. Um, I don't know where Little House on the Prairie is. I don't have any answers for you. If you Google it, I bet you'll find something. Because it would be before the Big Bang Theory spread, wouldn't it? That's where they would put all the kind of B-list things. They didn't, like, list a page number, though, in the front of it. So, here I am looking at everything here. If you list it on the front page, you should give it a decent spread. Michael Buble gets half a page. Where's Little House on the Prairie? There's Kelsey Grammer. He's still going. How many shows has he had since Cheers and Frasier that just haven't made it? I mean... Look, if you're a movie, if you're a TV star, you don't just stop trying and get it. But, like, oh, there's more in the back. I found it. Little House on the Prairie, seasons one through nine, available now from the Prime Video Library. Oh, I thought, so I thought they were remaking it. Um, remember when Pa died? I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but that was a tough episode to swallow. There's a... Spread on the Phillies and a TV guide? This is where it starts to lose me. There's a new special on Jesus, his life. Maybe this is a double issue. I don't know. Let's get to some advertisements here. Always nice hearing from our friends. I'm parched. Boy, I could hydrate Orchid, drink some wine, but since his birthday weekend, I think the choice is obvious. Back house. Back into a winner. All right. Home Pride, Oregon. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate on the home inspection market, and you want a safe, certified home inspector you can trust, call Steve at 541 207 1101 or visit homeprideorgan.com. That's 541 207 1101 or visit homeprideorgan.com. Home Pride Organ Inspection Perfection. I want to give a shout out to the Samson Q2U series. Remember, when God speaks, He uses a Samson. Crisp, clear audio quality—you can hear it coming right through your ears. It sounds good. It sounds holy. It's a Samson. Uh, shout out to the TV Guide, third ever issue—very um, exciting, I will say. Uh, still waiting for that one issue when the the Connors return to TV primetime ABC. Uh, you know, without Roseanne now because of all that stuff, Uh, and it's just John Goodman on the front. He's sitting down, elbows on his knees, giving you kind of a smirk like, yeah, here I am, wearing his flannel, and on the front it just says, he's back. I don't know. I think it would be a nice idea. Uh, Let's see here. Cuts by Q. Uh, Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many midtown Baltimore-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, but different. Cuts by Q has been... Independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Baltimore City, Baltimore County, and Cook County, Illinois. From beehives to bangs, fauxhawks to flat tops, and everything in between, call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or email Cuts by Q at yahoo.com. That's Cuts! Q-U-T-Z by Q at Yahoo.com. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. All right, so we got through our advertising there. Uh, Let's take a little drink break, and uh, we'll get back into it. Ah, Backhouse. From here to eternity. That one didn't really make sense. I'm just kind of running out of slogans. I used the one I was I liked back into a winter. And now it's like, what do I have left? Um, You know what I actually have to do? This is embarrassing. I've never done this on a podcast before. I have to go to the bathroom. So I'm going to pause. We'll be right back. I will say that was one of the most refreshing urinations I've had in some time. So let's uh, do this. I'm flying to Chicago tomorrow, tomorrow night to be exact, 24 hours from now. I need to check in to my Southwest flight. Here's the thing with Southwest. For any of you who don't know, check-in process, very tricky. Um, You don't really know what you're going to get because they don't let you check in until 24 hours before, but it's open seating based off of your boarding position, which is very tricky. I didn't know the first time I got screwed big time. And not in the fun way when you're like at the carnival, you got a babysitter for your kids or you're leaving them at home, you get some candy apple, caramel apples, you go on the Ferris wheel, you're all the way up at the top, all of a sudden the Ferris wheel breaks down, It's really windy up there, so things are moving, things are jostling, and, well, you know, that gets you in the mood with the girl you found on Craigslist to come to the carnival with you. Next thing you know, things are slipping and sliding in and out. You know how it goes, and you ended up with a happy ending. It's not that sort of screwed. It's the the I-got-to-sit-in-the-middle-seat type of screwed, so I'm just hoping that um i can still get a good seat i actually don't care that much if it's the middle seat because especially on southwest you can identify as you're walking down um as you're boarding the plane you can identify what first whether or not you're going to be able to get um a non-middle seat but two if you do have to sit in the middle you can start scoping out okay where are the middle seats that are way more preferable than the others for instance two ladies my tribute to Bill Burr, um, is going to be way better than, uh, three people sitting in one row who are my size. So C1, uh, I missed my like total check in time or my 24 hour, like exact check in time by about 10 minutes. So, um, that hurts. Um, C1 is, uh, not great, but not terrible. Uh, probably going to have to sit in the middle and that's not the end of the world. It's a, they list it as two hours. Realistically, if everything's on time, one forty-five. But um, we'll see. So that's tomorrow night. But we'll be in Chicago. Check us out on Instagram. My handle is uh, q queen d. That's q dot as in period queen d. Um, for all the shenanigans, Snapchat quinn furnace you know all that good stuff so uh, that's what's happening we mentioned uh a little bit before on the podcast that we were going to try out some impressions thank you to those who responded to our facebook status facebook poll we said what do you want us to talk about on the podcast this week we got two comments uh one was in french so i couldn't read it the other were from our good friend ryan austin liggan came on the podcast for our oscars special dear friend up there in beantown um listed a variety of celebrities and actors and presidents, that sort of thing, and said, hey, Quinn, why don't you do some impressions of these guys? And I wasn't joking when I said presidents. He has Nixon on here and Trump, um, as well as a cast of characters like Seinfeld. What's the deal with all these impressions? And why is every single Seinfeld voice, it's always got to go up here? Um Larry David, which I was thinking about before I did this, and I've I've been watching a lot of Curb lately, actually. I can't do Larry. Larry has a very specific voice. I think I can do the Larry way of speaking pretty well, but it doesn't matter without the voice. Um, He said Larry David and Bernie Sanders, which is funny because they're inextricably linked um Harrison Ford which I definitely can't do and I wouldn't ever even touch and Quentin Tarantino he's he's always kind of like this man and I don't really know even know what he would want to say uh other otherwise it's like this man um I can't do anything obviously with Tarantino I also have only seen him talk like five times so not great bets there One impression that I've been working on, not really working on, but just seeing how well I can do it. So last Sunday morning, I woke up early for reasons unknown to anyone, including myself. And, you know, we do family chats, 1030 a.m., topic for another podcast. But um, I said to myself, so I got a list. I have a list of, and maybe we can go into this in another podcast, but a long list of ultra famous movies that i've never seen um and i've been working on the list in the past year or so maybe one to two years i've crossed off things like the godfather um apocalypse now i guess if we're doing marlon brando uh what else have i crossed off Mulholland drive i saw like two weeks ago for the first not nah, that wasn't the first time i seen it. i saw it like a year ago i rewatched it two years two weeks ago um long story short, I said, let's dive into this list. You know, we're in a post-Oscars lull right now. Um, Literally, I got to see Birds of Passage at my art theater last weekend, but the the movies in March really blow. It's in between Oscar season and like pre-summer blockbusters, Avengers type stuff. March sucks. There aren't even things, usually there's a movie at like, my, like, main theater, not my art theater, but the theater, you know, that gets Marvel movies, that sort of thing, where it's like, eh, I don't actually really love the idea of this movie, but I, it, it's probably an entertaining thing. So because I have my movie pass, not movie pass, because I have my monthly plan thing with another company now, it's like, yeah, why not? Let's do it because um, it's not costing me anything because I paid up front. Um, there aren't any movies out there right now like that. Uh, it's like Tyler Perry and Captain Marvel and um, that, that triple frontier. Is that what it's called with Oscar Isaac, Ben Affleck and Charlie Hunman? Um, but it's on Netflix. So I'm just like, I, why would I walk an hour, 45 minutes each way to see this thing? I could watch in my PJs. So, um, yeah, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. Um, not a ton of movies are right now. So. You're all wondering, what well, what was the actual, actual movie you spent five minutes talking about this? It was Chinatown. I'll say it again. Chinatown. We're losing so badly to Chinatown. Um, Starring Jack Nicholson. And that's sort of where we're going with this next impression. And it's not great. I haven't really fleshed it out. And I haven't ever even seen a few good men. But... All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And things like, uh, you want answers? You can't handle the truth. That hurts my voice beyond where it's already been hurt just doing that. And I just, my voice is going. Um, may or may not be getting sick. Pray for me. Woken up with a stuffy nose last two mornings. Uh this bottle of wine is not what you're supposed to do when you get sick. Although they say citrus is what you want and oranges, grapes, I don't know. Maybe backhouse does some cross-pollination of some kind. Which brings us to the point of clementines versus tangerines. Um both have lent themselves to good songs. Oh my darling, oh my darling, oh my darling, Clementine. Doobedoo doo. Speaking of Clementine, that's another movie. See how the Bean Town podcast really crosses boundaries. Um, another movie, famous movie that was on my list of ultra famous movies that haven't seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Really weird movie. Like I didn't really know much about it going in, other than that it was like Jim Car- one of Jim Carrey's bigger. Claims to fame and that it was Kate Winslet as well, which, TBH, I don't know a lot of Kate Winslet movies um, beyond, like, the super popular ones. Um, I didn't know how weird it was and, like, how actually, like, film philosophy and college class type of a movie it was. Um, Good movie. Really sad, but good. Um, But her name in that is Clementine. And then the other, uh, Tangerine, Led Zeppelin. Tangerine. Oh, That's not a good impression. That's off of Led Zeppelin 3, maybe. Maybe. Um, But you can go listen to that on YouTube, all that stuff. Speaking of which, thanks to the fans for tuning in. YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, uh, Apple Podcasts iTunes not CastBox yet um, I know we said like four months ago I would start manually uploading those the first episode is on there and it's gotten zero hits so I haven't felt incentivized to upload anymore and considering we have what six Beantown Unplugged specials and this is the 62nd Beantown Podcast weekly installment um, we're close to 70 total episodes now I'm not feeling that I'm trying to do it. So not on CastBox yet, but all those other good places, you know where to find us, Spotify, etc. Uh Also, Beantown Blog. We're having some fun with this. Um, I I started it on a whim, right? You might think a lot of Beantown podcastings are carefully planned out. Um, most of them are not, including the Beantown Blog. When I created my website, Thank you to all the fans and donors. We raised $300 on the Pledge Drive fundraiser this year. Awesome. Uh, More than 400% of what we raised last year. Uh, The Beantown blog was just like an organic creation that came out of creating BeantownPodcast.com. I didn't go into the Pledge Drive fundraiser saying... I want to raise money for a website and I also want to start a blog. I just said, I want to raise money for a website. And as I was creating the website, I said, you know what? Beantown blog, because people had been saying we like the weekly installments, but it's kind of like a one-time hit once per week, a lot of date, a lot of content. What if you had something midweek to kind of break it down, not break it down, but just add a little something extra, a little bit shorter. That's where the Beantown blog comes in. I don't, always feel compelled to talk into a microphone on a Tuesday or Wednesday night in between uh, weekend recording sessions. But what I can do is write, um, which I don't do a ton of. Honestly, this is kind of strange to say, but fantasy football season, I write a lot um, for both of my leagues that I'm in. But when it's not fantasy football season, I don't write. I physically just, like, don't write as much. Um, beyond what I do in my 9-to-5 job, when I'm at home uh, or on the weekends, I don't really write at all. Um, I like to read. I like to play my music. I like to travel. All that stuff. But writing is something I don't get to do a ton. So Town Blog has been an opportunity to um, get back into that sphere. So, um, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, doing the Beantown blog. We did something interesting today, a Beantown throwback series. So the Parking Girl story, probably one of the more famous uh, moments from Beantown podcast year one. Uh, We put that in writing for you all added some fun new uh, kind of anecdotes, uh, things in parentheses. So you feel, you might feel like you know the Parking Girl story and you do, but we added some uh, not new facts, obviously, but new commentary I think is a good distinction. So go check that out. Beantownpodcast.com slash blog. You know where to find it. Um, Otherwise, hey, it's my birthday. Uh, I am turning 24. I am a 1995 baby. Um, Thank you to uh, friends, family, fans, uh, anyone who's close to me. Thanks for listening this far. Um, Yeah. Here's to another year. Uh, if you're drinking right now, as I am, let's take a big drink. And another. Uh, year two of the Beantown podcast is going well. This time last year, we were recording in a garage With only one Samson Q2U series, we didn't have any advertisers, and uh, I was a different man. And here we come to year two. I'm turning 24. Here's the best part. Last year, when I flew to Chicago for my birthday weekend, actually, my birthday was on the Friday, so I actually flew on my birthday. I had a layover in Myrtle Beach. And I, there, if you ever been to the Myrtle Beach Airport, there's not much there. Um, I went to the Mexican place, which is way overpriced as most airport food is. But I had dinner and a beer. Uh, and I was watching, I think, March Madness on my computer because Selection Sunday was a week earlier last year. Um, here's the great news. This year, don't have to do that. No layover. Direct flight BWI to Midway, which I've actually in my life um, – I don't think I've ever flown into Midway. Maybe once when I was coming back from Texas when I was like thirteen. Don't remember. I'm usually an old hair boy, um, but we're flying into Midway, so Orange Line, Blue Line, we're there. But that's what's happening tomorrow, um, which for you might be today, for some of you might be yesterday. Uh, I know it's labeled as March 16th. It is technically still March 14th on the date of recording. But um, that's about all I got for you. So let's check in on this Wichita game real quick, give you a quick update for those of you listening live. And uh, otherwise, that's about all I got for you. So keep drinking your wine, 33 to 20, Wichita, two minutes left in the first. That's a good start. Um, Yeah, in terms of birthday gifts, birthday presents, uh hold off, you know, save that for the pledge drive next year. That's my request to you the fans. And uh you know, don't feel compelled to make a big deal out of it. Honestly, last story then, then we're done. Um sophomore year a high uh a college, excuse me. I had started working a job in housing. Um I sophomore year I was probably working like 20 hours a week around there. Um, and I lived with three other guys in uh, Buena Park, Chicago, and uh, about three miles north of campus there. And uh, so I'm working. I worked a triple shift on my birthday, which back in uh, 2014 was a Monday, I believe, uh, finals week. It was always right around finals when I was in college because we were on the quarter system. So I'm working a triple shift, which in housing is twelve hours. I work from seven thirty a.m. to eight p.m. I've been advertising my birthday pretty heavily because back then that's how I operated. Uh, so I was uh, for uh, there might have been signs, there might have been hints. I don't remember, but something inside me said, "I uh, surprise birthday." I've never had that. That would be really cool. Um, I was thinking this was the year it was going to happen because I'd made some good friends, like freshman, sophomore year, college. Uh, So I work my triple shift and think this is prime, right? Because I know exactly where I'm going to be from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Stationed there. I'm not coming home. It's perfect. So I walk home. uh, I don't remember why I walked and took the train. I think it was nice weather. That's exactly what it was. I remember because I talked to my sister on the way home. It was nice weather. And uh, I walk home, I get in about 8.45 p.m. i think this is perfect. I walk in, the apartment's dark, and I'm like, oh, boy. I don't want to pee my pants from excitement. Uh, so I'm, like, creeping around, thinking, okay, someone's going to jump out. And uh, uh, I come to realize that no one jumped out. My uh, three roommates had actually gone to dinner uh, and didn't know it was my birthday. So, um They found out it was my birthday a couple days later, I believe. But after that, I kind of swore off the whole birthday concept. Um, You know, I don't want to create expectations for myself, but more importantly, I don't want to create expectations for other people. Um, So that's sort of where we're at on birthdays. Hopefully that's not too much of a downer to end the birthday podcast, but that's that's where my headspace is at. So I always promise you honesty. Most of the time. On the Bean Town Podcast because we are the number one leader in misinformation probably on the internet. Uh, so you come here for your misinformation. You want to know what to be told. So that's what we do here. Um, for all of us here at the Town Podcast, how much wine do we have left? I think the listeners would appreciate it if I finished off the wine and I went through the whole thing on the podcast. So we're going to do just that. It's going to require probably two big chugs. So here comes number one. You're another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist or asks you where to go. So make the best of these tests and don't ask why. It's not a lesson, but a lesson learning time. It's something unpredictable. In the end, it's right. I hope you have the time of your life. My buddies from high school can corroborate this. I used to be a lot better at the Billy Joel, Billy Joel, Billy Joe Armstrong impression. Basket case was my my specialty. It wasn't good riddance. Um, do you have the time to listen to be wine? Now I'm just crazy off-key. So we're going to st- cut it. Cut! Cut there. More wine. That is the sound of an empty bottle of Backhouse Cabernet Sauvignon. So... All right. All right. All right. Consider the 2019 birthday podcast wrapped. And this kind of descended into like a free form poetry type of competition. And I hope you enjoyed it. If you're curious where my headspace is at, I I think Buzz is fair. I'm not like, oh, my God, I'm up against the wall drunk. I'm just kind of like loose having fun um also this week for whatever reason i've been really long but i knew once i got through like thursday i was going to be really excited because it would mean i would get to see my friends the next day and i haven't been ch- to chicago since october which m- five months might not sound like a lot to you, but considering like that's where all my friends are that's exciting to me so i'm actually like i'm not like wasted like i'm going to be on saturday um uh, probably get there at about 2 a.m in my sleep unless they drink some water real fast here but um this was the the birthday podcast right 55 minutes how did we get that long i don't know but we got there so i hope you enjoyed uh going through some tv guide stuff uh, our advertisements thank you to be uh, uh, excuse me home pride oregon cuts by q samson q2u series the tv guide of course and uh, thank you to those who uh, reached out with suggestions for what to talk about on the podcast. Thank you um, to family, friends, all that good stuff. Thank you to Jack Nicholson and uh, the rest. So for all of us here at Town Beantown Podcast, beantownpodcast.com. Don't forget to check out the Bean Town blog. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. You know where to find us. Uh, that's what we got. So happy birthday to me, myself, and I year 24 here is to another prosperous year. Only one year until I can rent cars without the young driver's fee. And that's really the last big birthday you ever have. So, uh, cheers to everyone. We will check in on you next week. Have a good night and, uh, party on.